This is Just a Thought, a podcast for parents ready to change their mind and change their lives. This podcast is packed full of the one thing that will change your life, your parenting, and your relationships. Don't believe me? It's just a thought. I'm your host, Christina Stead, and this is episode eight, God's Got This. I received some questions after last week's podcast that I want to address today. First off, when someone says, nothing has gone wrong here, what do you think? If you're like most people, your brain will take you to the most extreme scenario to decide if this thought is helpful. You might decide that this thought is not a helpful one to you, and that's okay. There are thoughts I hear and think that my brain rejects. Sometimes I'm very grateful for that, just because I think it doesn't mean I need to keep it and believe it. I used to really dislike the thought, I am enough, because I felt it was taking Christ out of the scenario. I love the thought, because of Christ I am enough. That little tweak made the thought believable to me. But I don't try to lie to myself. I don't try to tell myself that something is true if I really don't believe it is. So if I've realized a thought I'm thinking and believing is causing frustration and lack of motivation in achieving the results I want, I might begin to question it so I can open myself up to potentially believing something new and more helpful. So I can begin to stir the pot in an other direction, so to speak. Also, if you look at how our brains are designed, they are made to protect us. They're made to keep us alive and make life comfortable, and our brains also love to be right, even if right means being worse off in the end. But our brains are always working to prove that the thoughts and beliefs we've chosen are true, and what we look for, we find. So, back to the nothing's gone wrong and the extreme places our brains go. The first person I ever heard say, what if nothing has gone wrong here? And also, what if everything has happened the way it's supposed to? Was Jordi Moore. I had already developed a lot of respect for her, her thoughts and her ideas, but this thought really bothered me. My mind immediately went to murder. It went to abuse. It went to justifying sin. And I thought, how can Jody make such a statement? It's so extreme. There are lots of things I can think of that definitely shouldn't have happened and definitely were wrong. My mind also went to less extreme but still important moments when someone did something that really bothered me. For example, I didn't like the way my husband was parenting or not parenting, or my children didn't obey, or my friend said something rude about me. These thoughts and other thoughts I attached to the thought, nothing has gone wrong here and everything is as it should be, bothered me for years. Fast forward to the last six months and I actually believe this thought especially when it is included with some other similar ones, like, God's got this. I trust in God's plan, and nothing has gone wrong here. I praise God for all of my experiences. I attended an inspiring mom's conference in 2016. During one of the lectures, a speaker, I think her name was Kim Schumann, introduced the idea that praise is the antidote to doubt. She shared a scripture, DNC 7819, And he who receiveth all things with thankfulness shall be made glorious, and the things of this earth shall be added unto him, even an hundredfold, yea, more. She also shared some of her experiences, mostly involving the births and deaths of a few of her 12 children, I think, due to a genetic birth disorder. It was heart-wrenching to listen to, but the point she wanted to make was that believing in and putting into action the advice from DNC 78 was what had actually pulled her through her challenges and helped her move forward with joy, despite the pain, guilt, anguish, etc. that she also felt. She explained that her sister, 
or sister-in-law, I can't remember exactly, called her up one day and said, listen to this scripture. If we receive all things with thankfulness, we shall be made glorious. It says all things, even the hard things. Will you try this with me? Will you try praising God and thanking him for everything? Kim agreed to do it. I can only imagine how difficult that was, especially in the beginning, to thank God for things like her baby being born with a broken neck, that her baby had died, or for the feelings of guilt and shame she was experiencing. But she did it, and she experienced the life-changing effects that cannot be explained, only experienced from praising God for all things. She also shared other scriptures that go along with this thought, and I found more as I've believed this thought and my brain has searched to prove it right. Here's Alma 36.3. I beseech of thee that thou wilt hear my words and learn of me, for I do know that whosoever shall put their trust in God shall be supported in their trials and their troubles and their afflictions, and shall be lifted up at the last day. Or Psalms 56.3-4. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. In God I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Second Nephi 22, 1-2 And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away. Thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Could you kneel down today and thank God for everything and express your praise and trust? When I've done this, I've told him it's hard. I've told him it hurts. I know Christ, our Savior, cried out, Oh, my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. I interpret this to mean, Lord, if I can be taken from this situation, healed from this ailment, experience a miracle instead of this experience, please give me that. But if not, I trust in you. I trust in your goodness, your love, and your plan for me. So what is the most difficult experience in your life thus far? Or something that you and our society perhaps has attached a negative label to that you're trying to work through? Take it to God in prayer. He is the healer and the planner. All the experiences God gives us are passed to us straight through Christ's hands. I have found that when I'm talking to people in general— and not trying to help them work through their thoughts, I'm most likely going to just try and validate the thoughts they are already thinking, rather than trying to teach them a new thought. I usually like to say, Oh, you must be feeling so many things. That must be so hard. Or I try to use a word they have already chosen to describe their experience. And I agree that their experience is sad, or frustrating, or horrible, or dumb. Because I know that God's got this. I know that nothing has gone wrong here. And that makes me have peace, so I don't feel like I need to try to make them feel better. I don't need to try and take away any of their thoughts, feelings. Sometimes we want to make our kids feel happy. We want no one to hurt or be scared. We don't want people to make mistakes. And these are great thoughts to think in the person that we're trying to be. But we don't get to choose anyone's experiences but our own, and we don't get to choose anyone's thoughts but our own. And all of these circumstances build up individual lives that are rich and full and exactly the lives God wanted us to have. When I'm helping coach others through their thoughts or when I'm coaching myself, it's important to stay neutral, to keep the circumstances as just that, 
facts about what has already happened. The thoughts, justifications, and explanations are all just thoughts. What has happened has happened, and we're not going back. But I have hope because I believe God's got this. I hope this thought is helpful to you. This is your host, Christina Stead, and this is Just a Thought. Thought.